Hello and welcome to the SaltCast. My name is Ryan Johnson and I'm your host. And today we've got Jason Parr, Danny Wright, and Paul Johnson on today. Welcome, guys. Hope you guys are all doing well. Hey, doing great. Thanks. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. I myself am recovering from some illness. Didn't get tested, so I have no idea whether or not it was COVID, but on the recovery. Uh, just grateful to be back at the computer, back with you guys. So if I sound different, got the sniffles, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you had to deal with the sniffles. Get um, this intro over with and mute yourself, Ryan. Right. I'm sure Listen, some people... I don't want to be opinionated, but um, you should get tested. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe for some people, you know, it's a soothing sound. You know, someone kind of got the sniffles or if it's triggering. Either way. I um, think you sound better. Oh, thank you. The deeper voice with the cold. Um, but today, that's the radio voice, Ryan. <laughs> so today, I was hoping we could have a discussion. And I think we've kind of decided there's probably three different methods of sales tax compliance. And I was hoping we have a discussion on kind of pros and cons, who, what these three different methods are, who they work for, and kind of what you guys have been seeing uh, in the marketplace. Absolutely. You know, um, when, when I think about how people handle sales tax compliance, and when I say sales tax compliance, I'm talking about the process of uh, identifying all of the amounts of sales tax that were collected, um, how that's calculated, how that's reported on tax return forms, and then the process of getting it remitted to the state. And uh, everybody in the world of sales tax compliance knows that that's a, a monthly battle, I will call it. Um, and so there's a few methods that we've seen in our experience. And there's, there's some studies that have been done um, uh, over the last couple of years, but, but one in particular at the end of last year that, that talks about uh, the, the number of uh, solutions that are performed by different companies across the U.S., um, but anyway, obviously one method is in-house, and this study determined that almost half of companies uh, manage their sales tax compliance in-house. And there's, I'm sure there's lots of reasons for that, and we, we can talk a little bit about that as we go along here. But most of the time, um, it, it's due to the fact that a taxpayer believes that their, their processes and, and their company is, is too complicated to outsource it or implement an automated solution. Um, and we have seen some very complex processes, um, but they're labor intensive. And um, it, essentially it, it, it takes multiple people all month um, to get to the point where they can get the numbers together and, and file a return. But this is half of companies out there. Uh, the other solution that we can talk about is an automated technology provider, right? The claim here is that uh, uh, automated technology provider is going to simplify the process. Um, and that might be the case. That is the case in, in, in some situations. And roughly 20 or more percent of uh, taxpayers out there have some sort of an automated technology solution um, to their sales tax compliance. Um, and then obviously the, the third way is you outsource that to uh, experts who uh, are familiar with the process, have built efficiencies, and, and can 
take care of all aspects of that process for you. So I'll just speak to um, in-house solutions and, and then I would invite uh, any of you to elaborate uh, on a couple of things. One, what you hear on a consistent basis in our what's next calls. Uh, when we talk to uh, clients and taxpayers throughout the, the marketplace, they, they come with some pretty uh, consistent uh, complaints about their situation. So I'll just say this overall, uh, the study that was done at the end of last year uh, indicated that 71% of taxpayers or companies are dissatisfied with their solution. And the fact is, um, sometimes you settle for known errors or issues or processes because you're just not aware that there's a, a better process out there. You know, we like to talk about the idea that um, when, when you outsource to Pizer Johnson, um, you have greater peace of mind and confidence that the, the process is taken care of. Um, and you want, when it comes to sales tax, it's just an aspect that's required. You have to get it taken care of. So you don't want to be dissatisfied with the process that you have in place. Um, so let's just talk about some of these, maybe round robin. Uh, talk about in-house staff first. Um, so some of the issues that they face are uh, changing laws, um, changing nexus requirements and responsibilities, changing thresholds, um, changing tax rates, uh, just a consistent changing forms, changing methods of how you file. Um, you know, so, some of the most difficult aspects, especially from an in-house perspective that we've seen, is states change the, the tax type or the process by which you remit tax to their state. And um, just figuring out the form to fill out, and, and in a lot of cases from an in-house perspective, they spend hours and hours on the reconciliation process to get the numbers uh, where they need them to be able to populate the form as it is. And so a change in form or a change in methodology that a state goes to completely disrupts um, the in-house process. And so when we talk with individuals, and Danny and Paul can speak to this especially, um, who are looking for solutions and looking for a way out, so to speak, in the sales tax compliance world, it's the hours spent uh, the law changes um, when it comes to nexus and to tax generally. Um, the rates that are to be used and how to get those on a form and, and get them into the state. Um, it, it's just an overwhelming process for them. Uh, and maybe as I've talked, uh, Danny or Paul, you've, you've thought of some things that you've seen from an in-house solution side. Yeah, no, I'm just surprised at the number of, of potential clients and, and new clients that come on in hearing about their in-house process of you know the spreadsheets that were built over the years or the manual processes of, of how they've been getting the data from this system in this format and then putting it in this way so that it can get put on this form and then having to go onto the state website and prepare that return and file that return and I just think about the hours and hours and hours spent and the frustration that that individual or multiple individuals many times have gone through um, just in an inefficient way of going about it 
Um, we had a current client recently who was filing the state of Washington internally. And just that one return would take these two gals the entire day, eight to ten hours, um, sometimes longer, if they couldn't get the reconciliation to tie and they couldn't get certain things to flow as they should. And they just came to to us and said, we're, we're done. <laughs> we're at our wit's end <laughs> with the state of Washington. This is what we're doing. This is what it should look like, and this is how it needs to be filed. And we took that and literally put it through the software and through our systems that we've built internally and uh, created a couple of, of, of automated uh, ways, and we were able to take on that return filing with without much effort at all. Um, and I remember the first couple of months uh, working with the, these, these two gals, uh, just the awe and the shock that, man, why, why didn't we just do this years ago <laughs> with you guys? Um, and it's just one example, but it's, it's surprising when it comes to in-house systems, homegrown systems, solutions that um, you think are, are great, that spend hours and hours and hours, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, no reason why it can't be outsourced to a more efficient uh, solution. And let those internal staff just uh, focus on things that they're really good at <clears throat> and their own expertise. Not even that you felt like um, the in-house system was more efficient. Sometimes it's a micro control. You know, I want to have yeah. control over all the numbers, where everything's going. It's hard to trust it if it's out of your hands. We hear that a lot. It's just I can't trust that it's going to be done right if it's out out of my hands. But um, a, a lot of times, it, it it was the best solution, right? Because um, th there's not an automated solution that connects to your system. It's a homegrown system, whatever the case may be. Um, but I will say, 100% of all of the companies who have had a homegrown system or did it in-house, especially in a, in a manual uh, process, 100% of them, when they move to an outsourced solution, say, wow, I wish I would have done that sooner. Um, not even 1%, <laughs> can we say, uh, regret moving that over or uh, moving in that direction. Yeah, agreed. So let's talk just a little bit about automated technology providers. So I'm not opposed to automated technology provider. In fact, we work closely with several um, and make recommendations um, for companies to uh, work with automated technology providers. And, and when I say automated technology providers, I mean um, software companies that can uh, connect to your system. They can give you real-time rates, very accurate rates. Um, they can provide taxability on your cells that are going out and, and connecting and getting those rates. And then they can also take all of that information and they can uh, populate forms, file those returns, and make payment on your behalf, right? Now, I have a lot of opinions on what aspects um, software companies do really, really well and what aspects um, they, they will continue to develop and improve and become better. I think over time, but the the real issue with automated technology providers is the approach is we're going to simplify this for you, we're going to make your life easy, and they do uh, the automation uh, pretty pretty well, but then there's inevitably um, the implementation, 
the choosing of codes to determine the taxability of your products, uh, connecting those with the SKUs. Um, there's the process of uh, sometimes it's rigid on due dates, timelines, and funding. Um, obviously, it has to be rigid because anytime you automate a whole process, then everything has to function and flow the same way. So if, if you have some processes that are outside of that flow, then you, you, you run into some issues. But probably the number one complaint, I'll say complaint, that we get is it was supposed to be simple and I feel like I spend more time on it. And that comes from a couple of things. Um, questions come up. Uh, sometimes there's um, breakdown in the automated process. Um, sometimes what we find is the, the collection is great, but the remittance is under remitted or over remitted. And when you're trying to find an answer or a solution to why this may have happened, um, number one, you, you, you can't find out a solution of why it's happening. And number two, um, it's difficult to resolve if it can be resolved. And so where you felt like, man, I can just let this go. This is automated. This will simplify my life. Um, you, you start running into situations that um, it would it would be it would improve your situation if you just had an expert who could walk through some of those questions and responses and, and resolve some of the situations that you're running into. So I want to be careful here that I'm not um, um, looking negatively at automated technology providers because they do improve many of the processes that even we go through uh, to manage returns and compliance for our clients. Um, but it's helpful to have that uh, consultative approach or the handholding in the process to ensure that everything's being taken care of. Uh, Paul or Danny or Ryan, um, what have you heard or run into when it comes to automated solutions? It's kind of a utopia thought that I'm never going to have to deal with this again. And then next month, oh man, how did I that happen? I and how am I going to fix completely. that? Yeah. And one of the challenges I, I see companies run into with that is it's not only do they often not have somebody that they can actually consult with to, you know, get tax answers and information, but they have to just go through the, say, the general support channel, you know, for the automated solution. And that can be challenging, right? For people, we've all dealt with software companies and, you know, log in, submit a claim, and have to just wait for that back and forth rather than being able to just jump on a phone call and say, here's the issue and get it resolved. So there's there's the challenge with, say, the, the you know, separation between software support and actual, like, tax support and consulting, um, and, and that can provide an issue. And, and oftentimes it, it can make it more difficult versus you know somebody that has it in-house because they know their system and they can just go in and resolve the issue themselves rather than having to work through the software. But with, again, with all that said, I would echo what you said, Par, of it, the software, you know, here we are, right, in this, in 2021, and, and the bottom line is you need software. You know, many companies absolutely need some piece of automation. It just makes sense, right, to have it specifically for the the rate calculation piece where I see companies get into trouble is 
a couple things actually when it comes to the automation. Uh, first of all, thinking that if they take both the rate calculation and say the returns uh, with the same company and think, oh, this will be ideal for me because it's all under one roof, right? It, it's yeah. one company, I'll only have one invoice. Um, but just because the rate calculation piece is the right solution for you from a, a specific company doesn't mean that you should necessarily go with them for the returns, right? So you really need to consider those two pieces separately and individually. The other uh, point um, or, or issue that I see is when companies go the route with everything automated uh, for budget reasons, right? They just mm, think it's yeah. going to be the most cost effective where issues come up and, and you could likely spend even more um, you know, over the course of say months or years because of underpayments, overpayments, um, time and effort that, you know, goes into, um, everything we just discussed, right. As far as dealing with issues and not having timely support that you need. And ultimately your staff in house that was supposed to be freed up to do other things to help your company, um, is stuck, you know, dealing with sales tax issues still. That second point is such a great point. You you could spend far more on the automated solution imagining that it would be hands-off and much more cost-effective. Um, I don't want to muddy the water uh, because this we could talk about this in another podcast or, or uh, uh, another time. But if you have used an automated uh, technology provider for a risk analysis or a nexus study, or you've done a DIY, um, you really should talk to us because you really could be out of pocket a lot more if you don't have someone that's consulting you through the process and helping you see and understand why the recommendations are made and, and what recommendations should be made. Um, but anyway, aside from that, uh, I, I really no, appreciate I think, those. I don't think that muddies the water because that brings up another point when you're dealing with an automated solution and issues do come up even if it's just one state like one particular issue the oftentimes the the problem that companies run into is they'll look at that issue and and maybe they even get feedback from yeah their you know software partner and oftentimes the feedback will be well it's it's black and white to them here's the issue here's how to resolve it, and here's how you need to resolve it with the state, okay? The issue with that is oftentimes that will be more just like, here's what the state, if you talk to the state, here's exactly what they would tell you to do, and you need to understand that, but you may have an option B and an option C that you need to consider as far as resolving that issue uh, before you make a business decision, right? We're, we're big on that. We talk about all the time of, lay out every option that you have, lay out the pros and cons of each of those options and let you make a educated business decision because three companies could be in the same exact situation and all three companies could make a different decision, you know, around that choosing A, B or C and you know, those three different options could be ideal for each of them individually. Yes, that is a great point. We we talk to people every day uh, who are uh, trying to make these decisions. And I will say only every time uh, in every situation, you have more options than the one 
option presented. So it's it's worthwhile having that conversation. So segueing into that, let me just say the third way that you handle sales tax compliance is to outsource it. And it could be outsourced to a company like Pizer Johnson or other companies um, that, that handle sales tax compliance. Um, I will say this, <clears throat> and let me kind of make this really clear. In fact, I don't want to kind of make it clear. I want to make this really clear, right? We want to talk to everybody we can talk to, right? We have what we call a what's next call. It's free. The purpose of the what's, what's next call is to simply answer questions, learn about your situation, and offer you greater peace of mind when it comes to making decisions that need to be made to manage your situation. We want to help people be compliant. Now, the thing that I want to make clear is if we can help you and our services are valuable to you, then that's awesome. But we're happy to talk to you and answer questions and help you gain greater confidence when it comes to sales and use tax, even if we're not your service provider of choice, right? We really want to talk to you and walk through these processes. One of the biggest um, I'll call it a myth out there is that switching from in-house to an outsourced process um, with a company like Pizer Johnson or switching from an automated solution to an outsourced solution like Pizer Johnson or switching from another outsourced solution to Pizer Johnson's solution um, is too difficult or complicated. Um, we can tell you that it's actually a very smooth uh, and convenient and efficient process. Um, and, and obviously we could do case study after case study and testimonial after testimonial. Um, but I'm not here just to tout Pizer Johnson, but to help everybody understand that you do not have to settle for the known issues or frustrations that you face in sales tax compliance. There are better solutions we would love to talk through what solutions are out there for you. And so we would encourage you to go to what's next call. And we're happy at the end of that what's next call. If you walk away not needing any solution that we have to offer, but you do actually have greater peace of mind or confidence in decisions that you're going to make going forward. Amen to that, brother. Not <laughs> <laughs> to say, you know, we want you, I, I think we had a, uh... One of the employees here at Pizer Johnson, he sent a picture. He said, hey, you know, this this big old tires or wherever he was at, he was getting tires. Say, hey, you guys must have helped them get some peace of mind because they had peace of mind, you know, on their on their, uh, <laughs> their tire advertisement. And, you know, that's what we, you know, we preach peace of mind all the time. But, you know, everybody who gets on the what's next call, they agree. It's peace of mind. So every time you see peace of mind, we want you guys to think of us. Um, but, but yeah, if, if you find that you're part of that 71% that is dissatisfied with your current solution and you feel that there could be something better, and I'll emphasize that no matter how complicated you may think it is, you know, we are up to the task. Um, and, you know, I, I know that a lot of people who work here are excited about the complicated. Get in there and figure out the solutions. <laughs> they do. Hey, even if you're in the 29% that does feel satisfied, there yeah. could be some blind spots. Right. right. So I'd, I'd say 100%, like, 
get on a call and and you know have even a brief discussion you know 15 20 minutes and uh we'll potentially you know point out some blind spots and initially you might be like this is not giving me any peace of mind but i assure you once you know we actually get through that conversation entirely uh you know you'll end up in a good spot because at least you'll know that uh, there were some issues that were pointed out and and certainly we'll discuss the solutions right to, to resolve that and and uh, you will end up in a better place true story yeah so if you are in that 100 percent, you should sign up for the what's nice call so that's everybody <laughs> that's better. Uh, we really do want to talk about it talk to everybody um so thanks again guys for being on with me today and uh, we hope to see you guys in another one see ya